y'all. Life is a Mixtape Podcast. Got another, putting up another bonus episode. Uh, I did the Jimmy Buffett episode last week. I told everyone I was kind of, this is something I've wanted to do for a while and just couldn't really figure out the format or how I wanted to go about it or, you know, the details. Something I wanted to do, wasn't sure how to do. So this, uh, here's the plan. So second episode each week for a little while. We'll try it this way, and if it works, it works. If it doesn't, yeah, we'll either try something else or we'll just go back to doing once a week. We'll see. See how it works out. So what I've decided, I went to kind of in my head and talked to some folks and kind of figuring out the best way to do this, to come up with a topic for it, basically. So what I've decided is a rock and roll time machine. So we've got a generator or a, a randomizer for years. What my plan is is to put in the randomizer each week from the year, I don't know, 1965 to I guess 2022, I guess we could do. Um, and whatever year comes up, then we're going to look back at that year of whatever week we're in. So, for example, this uh, this time this I put the randomizer on the year this this week. It came up to 1977. So, what we're going to do in this bonus episode is look back at music, what was going on, what was released, what was in the top, I don't know, 20 uh, on the Billboard charts for the year of September the 10th. 1977, and the days will be off because the weeks are different, but it's, this one just happened to fall on the day that I'm recording it. Um, so the week of September the 10th, 1977, is kind of what we're going to, well, not kind of, that's what we're going to look at today. So when we've got the, I went back and pulled and looked at what was in the Billboard Top 20. There's some albums that came out, stuff that happened. So, yeah, that's the plan. We'll see how it works out. Um so as we get in the time machine and swing back into 1977, in the Billboard Top 20, the number or Top 100 actually, but we're only going to look at the Top 20. The top, the number 20 song in September of 1977 was by the great B.J. Thomas. Uh, saw this uh, 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 probably most famous for "Hooked on a Feeling," "Raindrops Keep Falling on My Head." Hey, uh, won't you play another somebody done somebody wrong song? Back in the uh, back in my younger days, God, this would have been 86, 85, 86, 87. I was going to Shiloh, living in Snellville. And they used to have, and they may still do, I don't know, the great Snellville days, because everybody's somebody in Snellville. And B.J. Thomas headlined a concert. And my mom dragged me and my brother and my sister to it. We were absolutely miserable because we were kids, and kids don't like B.J. Thomas, but she loved her some B.J. Thomas. So 1977, the number 20 song this week was Don't Worry Baby by B.J. Thomas. Baby B.J. Thomas. So there you go. Um, that was number 20. And the number 19 song 
I'll look something up. Um, this was the number uh, 19 song in September of 77 by Teen Heartthrob Sean Cassidy. This is That's Rock and Roll. Well, I was 16 and sick of school. I didn't know what I wanted to do. I bought a guitar. I got the fever. That's rock and roll. I stayed at parties, played in bars. I spent my money buying new guitars. I scream my heart out, but I love it. That's rock and roll. Sean Cassidy. That's rock and roll, written by Eric Carmen. Uh, Eric Carmen used to be, before that, was in the band called The Raspberries. After that, had a huge hit with Hungry Eyes. Hungry Eyes. So, um, so in 1977, there was no bigger event than the release of the movie Star Wars. Influential in my life and the life of nerds everywhere. Um, and, and just to know how big that movie was, in the top 20 in the month of the movie came out in May. This is September. The movie still had two songs in the Billboard Top 100 at number 18 was the Cantina Band song. Cantina song from the movie Star Wars. So, um, so at number 17 was a song by Johnny Rivers, Swaying to the Music. Um, well, I'll be honest with you. I'm having trouble. I don't think it's on Spotify. Having trouble finding it. Skipping that one, not on here. Um, I could play Secret Agent Man by Johnny Rivers, but not going to because that wasn't it. 
All right, so number 16 in September 77 was Stephen Bishop and on and on. One thing you'll notice about this 1977 Billboard chart, you know, it was there was a lot going on in the mid to late 70s. There, dis, uh, uh, you know, funk from the 70s was coming in. Disco was peaking, um, but the 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 Billboard chart was very all over the place. Um, the you know, next three or four songs you'll kind of that'll be clear um so at number 15 was casey and the sunshine band and keep it coming love See in the Sunshine Band. Um, that was their third album, I believe. Um, anyway, um, all right, we're gonna step away from the Billboard chart for a second. That was at uh, Casey and Sunshine Band was number fifteen. There were a few new albums released this week. Um, one of them was by the band Chicago. Chicago 10 came out a year before that and had the hit uh, If You Leave Me Now, the great Peter Cetera. Um, so then this week in 1977, Chicago 11 came out, and although it didn't produce the hits of some of the other albums that Chicago did, they did have one that was they were trying to replicate the success that they'd had with If You Leave Me Now, the Peter Cetera song from Chicago 11 that was released that week, Baby, What a Big Surprise. Baby, what a big surprise. 
Surprise by Chicago off Chicago 11 released that week, September 10th, 1977. All right, back to the Billboard countdown. Number 14, this is where we start to see the randomness, maybe, of the uh, Billboard Top 100 then this this week, this year. Uh, So at number 14 is Foreigner. With cold as ice. Ice Foreigner. That's uh, Foreigner's first album. That um, good. They also that album also had uh, feels like the first time on it, and a long, long way from home. So um, let's see. Cold as ice. Let's see where it peaked at. Uh, peaked at number six on the Billboard Top 100. Um, yeah, so a little Foreigner on there. Uh, at number 13, I don't know why this surprised me and caught me off guard a little bit, but um, Little Heart, Barracuda. Little Queen, Hart's third album, peaked at number 11, spent 20 weeks on the charts. First concert I ever saw was Hart. So, all right, again, continuing the randomness of the charts this week. At number 12, Crosby, Stills, and Nash with Just a Song Before I Go. Try 
Psalm Before I Go, written by Graham Nash on a bet from his drug dealer that he couldn't write us just one song before he left to go on tour. So Graham Nash said, screw you, here's a song, and it peaked at number seven. So, all right, that week it was number 12. Back to thinking about how big that damn Star Wars movie is for nerds back in 1977. At number 11... Another song from Star Wars, the main theme peaked, or not peaked, but came in this week at number 11. main theme, John Williams, father to Joseph Williams of the great Toto. All right, another album that was released the week of September 10th, 1977, was the debut album from the Talking Heads with Psycho Killer. Psycho Killer, released 1977. Um, also, yeah, all right. So that, now we're back to the billboard. That brings us back to, now we're in the top 10. The top 10. Number 10 on the billboard top 100. Gonna be honest with you, I'm not sure I know this song. We'll see. Sanford Townsend Band, Smoke from a Distant Fire. 
That song sounds familiar. Uh, the the next week on these charts, the week of September 17th, it would peak at number nine on the Billboard Top 100. And it's listed on, on Wikipedia. It's got about three sentences, and it links to list of one-hit wonders in the United States. So the Sanford Townsend Band, they're probably still getting some mailbox money from it somehow. So, all right, number nine. I don't remember if it was the last episode or recently, within the past couple of weeks, Tiffany and I were talking about how this band needs to get more play on this podcast. So here we go. Number nine, the Billboard Top 100, ELO and Telephone Line. think I've ever heard that song, but I was reading about it while it was playing, and there were two or three different rock magazines or whatever, Cashbox and Stereo Gum, and one of them said that was ELO's best song, and one of them said it was their third best song, and I'd question any of that. That's not bad. All right, number eight. Number eight, the Brothers Johnson and Strawberry Letter 23. Johnson's Strawberry Letter 23 peaked at number five on the Billboard Top 100 and was uh, the, the apparently the rhythm of the, of the lyrics in there was borrowed for Outcast uh, Miss Jackson, which 
we no secret we all love on this particular podcast. So there you go. All right. Another album that came out this week. Uh, between this and the Talking Heads, you could tell that the people people that were tired of the um, tired of the disco, tired of the um, yacht rock, tired of what was going on, and we started to see the developments of punk rock start to emerge a little bit. No more so with the album of. I believe it was the debut album. I'll double check that from Iggy Pop called Lust for Life. For Life, written by David Bowie, and it was on Iggy Pop's second solo album after uh, the Stooges broke up. So, Lust for Life. All right, back to the Billboard. Number seven, with the great Lionel Richie when he was still with the Commodores and Easy. and Lionel Richie. Uh, Alright, number six. And this song peaked. We go on to peak at num- in October at number three 
from one of the greatest albums ever recorded in the history of music, Rumors by Fleetwood Mac. Here's Christine McVie's song about John McVie that he said he didn't even know it was written about him for years and years and years later, which is probably why it was written about him. So here's Don't Stop. Fleetwood Mac, Don't Stop. That was number six. Number six. All right. So one bit of sad news this week before we get into the top five. Mark Bolin from the band T-Rex died. Uh, He was in a car crash and died. Um... So, um, yep, September 16th, the passenger headed home from a club. Gloria Jones was driving. They'd both been drinking, crossed a small bridge, struck a fence post, and then a tree. Mark Bolin was killed instantly. So, um, T-Rex had a couple of hits. They were sort of the first, considered one of the first prog rock bands. Uh, most well-known is probably Bang a Gong. Get it on, the T-Rex. So. All right. Now the top five. Um, number five. This is... Uh, this song peaked at number two. Yep. 
peaked at number two, also considered a um, one-hit wonder. Um, we've talked about this one before because I remember this line that it was adapted in the early 1990s to advertise for Cadbury cream eggs. But this is Float On by the Floaters. Now I like a woman who loves her freedom And I like a woman who can hold her own And if you fit that description, baby Come with me Take my hand Come with me, baby Love me Let me show the floaters oh. all right so number four on the billboard charts from his eighth album jt and what's considered one of james taylor's uh, most successful versions of the song if you go by popularity on the charts it's kind of weird that this is the one um it uh it peaked at number four on the billboard top 100 and earned him his second grammy award for best uh, male pop performance. This is um, Handyman. James Taylor, well, number four. All right, number three, off his debut album called Flow, Flowing Rivers, uh, Andy Gibb had this song written by his brother Barry. Uh, this song reached number one on the Billboard Top 100 for three weeks in July of 77 then dropped down a little bit and peaked again the following week from what we're looking at. Went back to number one, September 17th. In the week of September 10th, it was number three. And I just want to be your everything. So long, and the feeling that I feel for you 
I just want to be your everything, number three for this week. All right, two more. Number two, this is Rita Coolidge. Uh, I know I've heard this, but I, I always associate Rita Coolidge with Chris Christopherson because they were together and made, I don't know, five or six albums together. Um, but this was a remake of a song from the 50s. Um, 58, I think. Let's see. Nope, I thought I was there. 67. Um, my Jackie Wilson, she redid it. It peaked at number two. And this is Your Love Has Lifted Me Higher. Coolidge, your love has lifted me higher. Got a little disco vibe in there, sort of a little slow disco, slow co. All right, brings us to the number one song from the week of September 10th, 1977. We're gonna try this uh, format for a little while. We'll just randomize the weeks and I mean, randomize the years and pick the weeks and we'll see how it goes. May get bored with it, may like it. You got any feedback? Give me some feedback. All right, number one song the week of September 10th, 1977, was written by Maurice White and Al McKay from Earth, Wind, and Fire. Won a Grammy in 1977 for Best R&V Performance by a Duo or Group with Vocals. Uh, it topped, it was uh, the number one track, the number one song on Billboard for five weeks. But they were non-consecutive weeks. Hold on. Let me, da, 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 da. Yep, five non-consecutive weeks because it was interrupted by that Andy Gibbs song, I Just Want to Be Your Everything, next week when it jumped up to, um, uh, so Andy Gibbs was number, uh, this song was number one, Andy Gibbs popped up for a week, then this song went back to number one. Not sure why... Uh, you need to get popped back up for a week. That's a little bit weird. But anyway, here's the number one song from this week. 
It's the emotions and best of my love. So long. It's like I was 